Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war Welcome to Nurses Out Loud. I am your host, Nurse April, and today I want to talk about what happens when an immoral society chooses to brandish weapons of morality on uh, people who are just not listening anymore. We don't want to hear it anymore. I am referring to the situation that's going on with Russell Brand, the current attacks on his character, and the accusations that are being made. I'm going to share my two cents because it seems to be a um, popular topic. A lot of people are talking about it. And luckily, it seems that most of us are on the same page when it comes to this situation, which is asking the question, why? Why now? And of course, we all have pretty much the same idea, which is you, you go against mainstream media, you attack Big Pharma, you attack the war on Ukraine. If you speak out against things like BlackRock or the World Health Organization or all of the different things that Russell talks about, then you become a target for attack. And they are using their typical um, weapons of destruction, which is the sexual allegations against him. And whether they're true or not, we don't know. We won't know because um, they have not been, he has not been charged. None of these women have gone forward and said, hey, this is something that I want to bring to the police. And by the way, this is something that happened over 10 years ago. And all of a sudden, the British um, media decided they wanted to do a documentary exposing these stories. So before we get into this, I want to remind you that Nurses Out Loud airs Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with an encore at 11 p.m. Our shows go to podcast a day after they air, so you can listen to any of our shows after they've aired if you've missed it on any of your favorite podcasting apps. There are also a lot of other great um, show hosts. If you go to americaoutloud.news, you can actually go on there and Listen to all the different shows and podcasts and read the articles and just stay up to date on what's going on. And really, what this movement is on America Out Loud is similar to what's been going on even with Russell. And and in general, it's that citizen journalism. It's us coming out and saying, you know what, we don't trust mainstream media anymore. We are going to have to start digging in and doing our own research and reporting the facts as we see them. So we challenge the narratives. We are free to speak out and say whatever we want. We are not censored on this platform, which is so important because obviously other platforms, major platforms like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, those are not places where we are free to speak and tell the truth as we see it. 
So if you are interested in learning about the truth, hearing the other side of the story, if you're interested in debate, you don't even have to agree with everything that's being said. I don't agree with everything that I hear, and I would hope that no one actually does. Always challenge, always be willing to do a little extra research, ask the questions that need to be asked. Everyone, we all together need to be willing to challenge the narratives that we're being told. So I'm going to give you an example of a narrative. And then we are going to actually challenge it and ask the questions and see what they want us to believe versus the truth. Okay, so I came across an article. I looked up um, Russell Brand, and of course, all of these articles are going to start popping up. I don't use Google. I use DuckDuckGo, but even with DuckDuckGo, you're still getting um, curated results. So what came up for me was an article from The Insider, and it's titled, Here's a Timeline of Russell Brand's Many Controversies, Including the Sexual Assault Allegations Against Him. Now, Russell Brand is under fire again. New allegations against the British comedian surfaced after the Sunday Times, the Times of London, and Channel 4 dispatchers published a joint investigation on Saturday. In the report, four women accused Brand of sexual misconduct, including rape and sexual assault between 2006 and 2013. Brand denied the allegations in a video shared Friday before the report was published. It's not the first time he's had to address a controversy. Here's a timeline chronicling all of Brand's scandals. Now, let me just add a little commentary to that. Russell Brand was actually given some information from someone who let him know that this story was going to be released. So he was able to put out a video um, in advance, just letting his viewers know what was going on. Russell Brand has never been quiet or timid about his past. He talks about it. If you've followed him or watched his videos, you know that he had a sordid past. He was, and if you even just remember, remember stories. I remember growing up and seeing Russell Brand and always seeing him as this womanizer who was just loose and a party guy and um, weird. It was actually interesting because I didn't used to like Russell Brand like at all until he started making these videos on YouTube and I don't know, maybe I just started watching them. It was just a part of the algorithm that YouTube was feeding me that introduced me to Russell. And I would watch his videos and he was funny and he would talk about things and you could tell that he wasn't the same person that he used to be that same, um, Hollywood type who was very promiscuous, sleeping with a lot of women, partying all the time, just a loose cannon. He wasn't that same person anymore. And that was interesting to me. He was very introspective. He was honest about his struggles from his past where he has admitted to being um, a former drug abuser and he was addicted to sex, had sex with a lot of women, a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay. So that's something he talks about often. And he talks about it from a standpoint of um, humility, like he actually is so ashamed 
of the previous life that he lived. He's written a book about it. He tries to help people who are in the same struggle. And I think that whole experience actually is what helped to um, create the man who he is today, which is he's, you know, if you've watched his videos, you can, you know, he's a very spiritual minded person. He's constantly reading and searching and studying and trying to find answers to the spiritual. He believes in God and it's very different. It's a very different Russell than the old school Russell that they are going to want to dredge up in these articles that you will come across. The media likes to remind us forever and ever and ever of who we were. So they will do all of the investigations that they can to find anything they can negative about you. If they don't like you, if they have a narrative or if they have an agenda, if they want to spin the story in a certain way and they want people to move in a certain direction. I am and have always been aware of that type of manipulation by the media. And not just the media, but just people in general, like people in society will never let you forget the sins of your past. I've talked about this in previous episodes, but when I met my husband, one of the things that was really important to me was to give him a full disclosure of who I was because I am a very, very imperfect person. And I have made some very poor choices in my life. And I've talked about that. But I wanted to make sure, because of these bad decisions that I've made in life, I wanted to make sure that going into this relationship with him, that he had full disclo- he had a full disclosure of who I was. And I wanted him to know who I was because I wanted him to choose me, all of me, all of the brokenness from my past and all of the changes that I had made and the new person that I had become. I wanted him to have like this full timeline that he could examine for himself and decide for himself. I didn't want to trick him into marrying me by pretending that I was this person that I was not. And thankfully, he chose me. And it's one of the most freeing things I think that anyone can do is to be completely honest about who they are, the good, the bad, the ugly, and allow people to still make that choice. If someone doesn't want to be your friend or if someone doesn't want to be your 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 mate or um, they don't want to employ you or associate with you because of things that you've done in your past, then that that then you need to let that person go. Don't hold on to those types of relationships that would ultimately become toxic for you. You want to associate yourself with people who are able to see you for who you are and who you could become. That is honestly the healthiest types of relationships that you can be in. And so what Russell did, and I, I mean, his wife is fully aware of the type of person that he was because he's let all of us know. She knows who he was. We know who he was. And so for the media to come out now and try to 
paint this picture of who he is based on his past, it's kind of like, well, you know, we already know all this stuff. He's not, he's not hiding it from us, but let's go ahead and let's see what they have to say. In August of 2001, so now here we are, we're going to go back 22 years. Brand was kicked out of a comedy gig for abusive behavior. So that was one. Um, that same year, so 2001, MTV fired Brand for arriving to work dressed as Osama bin Laden the day after 9-11. Okay. Um, then in 2006, Brand and singer Bob Geldof got into a brief row after the enemy awards in February of 2006. Now in this article, of course, they're going to go through all of the descriptions of what happened. I'm not going to go into all of that because you can do that if you, if, if you're interested. So in 2008, they say Brand fast faced backlash for several comments he made while hosting the MTV video music awards. Um, what else did he, what did he do? Brand became embroiled in one of his biggest controversies in October of 2008, Saxgate. So, um, let's see. Let's okay. So we'll go over this one real quick. Saxgate began during, uh, the Russell brand show segment on BBC radio, the independent report that the independent reported that Brand and his guest, Jonathan Ross, made inappropriate prank phone calls to actor Andrew Sachs. During the calls, Brand claimed to have sex with Sachs' granddaughter, Georgina Bailey, according to the Daily Mail. Bailey was 23 then, and Brand was 33. Per the outlet, the prank calls prompted widespread criticism from listeners and public figures, including then-Prime Minister Gordon Brown. Both men were suspended from the BBC following the prank calls, and Brand resigned. Okay, really? So, okay, anyway, next scandal. Brand was arrested at LAX in September 2010 while he was with his then fiance Katy Perry. Um, that one, let's see, he was arrested after an altercation with paparazzi at the Los Angeles International Airport. Brand and Perry were reportedly attempting to board a flight to Las Vegas when the incident occurred. Brand was reportedly replaced under citizen's arrest per the outlet and charged with simple battery, resulting in a $20,000 bond. Perry, his fiance, responded to the arrest on Twitter at the time. If you cross the line and try and put a lens up my dress, my fiance will do his job and protect me. Okay. Next scandal. Brand promoted medical misinformation on his YouTube channel during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, here we go. Here goes the narrative. During the COVID-19 pandemic, Brand promoted ivermectin, a drug several right-wing figures, including Donald Trump, praised as a potential cure to the virus on his YouTube channel. <laughs> These people. The CDC and FDA say it is ineffective to treat COVID-19 and warn against its use. This author obviously hasn't been following the most recent lawsuits against the CDC and FDA for saying what they said about ivermectin, that it was not true, that they had no uh, authority to say what they said or to try to lead the Americans or any, anyone in a certain direction. They are not supposed to be giving medical advice. They are ridiculous is what they are. And this author is obviously still following the narrative 
that they're supposed to follow in order to get their paycheck. So anyway, Brand later posted an apology, which he has since set to private, and YouTube removed the original video for violating community guidelines. Brand also posted YouTube content skeptical of COVID-19 vaccines with titles like, can we really trust vaccine fact checkers? And claim there was a vaccine apartheid in the United States after CNN anchor Don Lemon criticized those who refused to get the COVID-19 vaccine. And that is how they end the article. So that makes me wonder, and it makes most of us wonder, is this attack against Russell Brand one of those coordinated attacks that we've seen against others funded by Big Pharma, by the governments, and by all of these other large organizations who have an agenda. So if you followed Russell Brand and you watched his videos, then you have seen a lot or heard him talk about different organizations such as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Health Organization, Klaus Schwab, BlackRock, Gavi, Ukraine, Pfizer, Moderna. He talks about the farmer crisis that's been going on globally. He has reported on the climate change crisis, air quotes here. He talks about central bank digital currency. He talks about 15-minute cities. He talks about the poisoning of our food supply, um, contaminating our blood supply. As a matter of fact, I did a show about that, contaminating our blood supply. And the way I found out about it was by watching Russell Brand. So I didn't even know about that this was happening except for the reporting that they do on his channel. Like he has done so many really thorough, in-depth reports about things, concepts, or topics that I had no idea I should have been concerned about until I was watching them on his show. And he presents it in such a way that it's like, it just makes you think. He's got, of course, he's a comedian, so he makes jokes and everything. But he really, his goal is, as he always states at the end of his show, to make sure that we all stay free by challenging the narrative, by considering what they say versus what they do. Um, Russell Brand has stated, like he doesn't believe in like voting and continuing to play this game of, you know, this democracy, that this so-called democracy that we supposedly have because it doesn't work in his eyes. And one of the things that I really like about Russell is that he doesn't force anyone to believe what he believes. He says what he believes, but he also respects other people's views. He listens. He's willing to listen. He's willing to engage in difficult conversations. Um, he's willing to be insulted. And he takes those insults elegantly, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> so now, with everything that's been going and all these insults that, been, that have been Hurled at him, of course, he's always called a conspiracy theorist, a right-wing conspiracy theorist, just because, you know, he's challenging those views and those thoughts that are so pervasive on the other side of the aisle. On the, and he's not, he's, he's never been a conservative, but because he challenges the mainstream media, they label him, it's like a pejorative, it's like, that's their way of 
uh, you know, slapping this label on him that's supposed to make people not want to listen to him. But it, it's not working. Um, Russell Brand has over 6 million subscribers on YouTube alone. He's got quite the following, which is why they are coming for him. Russell has been pushing back against the war in Ukraine. He has been pushing back against what's been reported. And no one who pushes back against this war gets out without a fight. Doesn't matter what side you're on, left or right, they all want this war. They all want this money laundering to continue. And they don't want anybody to say anything negative about it because they are making a lot of money. The allegations that have come out against Russell. Well, one of the things, so this, this documentary, this British documentary that is coming out, the women are alleging that he, this um, misconduct happened between 2006 and 2013. But what's interesting is that these women making these claims actually never show their faces in this documentary. They actually used actresses to tell their stories. It's so weird to me, like, how is it that people can, and this has become common. I mean, it's not just Russell. This happened with the Tate brothers. This happened with um, our Supreme Court justice. This is just standard protocol. I guess all men have to just expect that if they start to work toward a position of power, um, where they have a lot more visibility and a lot more influence, that at some point the sexual allegations are going to come flying their way because it worked in the past. But is it still working is my question. Is this method of attack effective? We need to go to break, but on the other side of this break, I want to talk about what happens when women make allegations of sexual misconduct against men? What happens to the men? What happens to the women? And what is happening to society in general? Now, we've been talking about ASEA, um, one of our new show sponsors. And I wanted to tell you a little bit more about ASEA, but I want to kind of give you a visual so you can get a better understanding. So I want you to think of your body as the most complex communication network that exists. Every second of every day, your cells are passing tremendous amounts of information from cells to cells and throughout every system of your body. Any breakdown in this vital communication means that you cannot achieve your full health potential. So I'll give you an example. Imagine your home is on fire and you call the fire department. They have this big red truck and the firefighters and the firehouse and everything they need to put out the fire. But if you have a poor cell signal, what happens? Let's say you just have one bar or the call keeps dropping. The fire department doesn't get the message and your home goes up in flames. It's the same in your body. If your cells cannot get the signal, nothing else matters. With ASEA, there's this technology that can amplify and clarify this critical cell signaling using the exact same molecules that our body uses. 
it makes a big difference in people's lives. I mean, it's actually astonishing if you listen to some of the stories of people who've tried it. Um, a lot of people feel like this was the missing link to achieve better health and vitality. So if you go to americaoutloud.shop, you can click on a link. There is a coupon there. You can get a little discount. Give it a try. See what you think. And also check out all of our other um, negotiated discounts for you. So you can try out all of the great things like the Wellness Company and all of our other show sponsors. It's time and this is Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminished, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the Sea of Redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Hey, welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about the situation with Russell Brand. And just a quick recap, if you haven't heard, I'm sure you have. But if you haven't, Russell Brand was accused by four women of sexual misconduct. And it came out from an investigation that was done by one of these British broadcasting agencies. And they created this documentary where they found some women who were um, willing to make these accusations anonymously. In the film, these women are not actually shown. They use actresses to tell their story. But their stories are um, of 
sexual encounters that they had with Russell over 10 years ago. And so for some reason, right now, they've decided to launch this attack against Russell. And before the break, I had mentioned that I wanted to talk about what happens when women make these allegations against men. What happens to the women? What happens to the men? And then what happens to us as a society? It has become so common. We hear allegations against Donald Trump. We hear them against Joe Biden. We hear them against Hunter Biden. We hear them against um, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. We remember that situation. Um, I'm sure you guys remember the whole situation with other uh, justices. Uh, I remember growing up hearing about the pubic hair on the coke when they were accusing justice clarence thomas back in 91 that was anita hill's testimony and i remember i was young at the time so in 91 how old was i let me see um i was like 11 years old at the time and i still remember that vividly because I remember thinking, how gross, how gross is that, number one? What does that mean? I didn't fully understand what they were trying to say. I knew that they were making accusations against him. And I remember not liking him. I remember believing her, Anita Hill, and not believing him and thinking he was this creep. And for a long, long, long time, even into my adulthood, because I never took the time to do my own investigation and to figure out, you know, what type of person he was. I was always just had this dislike for him. I was also raised on the left side of the aisle as, as far as my political leaning. You know, my family is primarily, I would say 99.9% .9 Democrat. Well, at least used to be, not anymore. But when I was growing up, you know, I was basically raised to be Democrat. And so watching the news that my parents watched and listening to the sources that they listened to, I was influenced by the media and by the stories that they told. And so I assumed that Clarence Thomas was guilty of the sexual charges against him. And I could never understand how he became a judge, a Supreme Court judge of all things. Um, then I remember the allegations against Bill Clinton, uh, again, with Monica Lewinsky. And I remember, again, I was young, but I remember thinking how much I liked Bill Clinton. I thought, you know, he was like the best president. I really, really liked him. And so I didn't want to hear that these allegations were coming out against him. I didn't like that he was on trial for that. But I remember when the, when the truth finally came out, I was still mad at Monica Lewinsky. Like, why did you even have to bring it up? Why did you have to mess everything up? Because I felt like it, the whole thing just tainted his presidency. It tainted my views. It, it left this, this blemish on the way that I saw him. Now, of course, as an adult, looking at Bill Clinton, uh, I'm glad that whole situation happened. Um, I believe it is important for the truth to come out. And, and with Bill, see, and this is the difference between this, the Bill Clinton allegations coming out and these allegations with Russell. Now, this is my opinion. But with Bill Clinton, he was, and I believe continued to be, a womanizer. 
And so what happened with the situation with Monica Lewinsky and even the fact that he was denying the allegations and he was playing word games and didn't want to tell the truth, like there was no remorse. There was no guilt. He was going to continue to act the way he had acted in the past into the future because that's who he was. He did not regret those things, well, if he said he regretted it, it was only because he had to politically, but he didn't come across as one who was remorseful for his actions. But when you compare the way that Bill Clinton handled that situation with this situation with Russell Brand, number one, these allegations that are coming out happened over 10 years ago. These women have never brought these accusations to court or to criminal to be um, investigated criminally, not yet at least. And it makes me wonder what were their motives. I'm actually curious as to how these reporters were even able to find these women in the first place. And did they entice them with financial incentives? Why would you dredge up something painful like that from your past and put it out there for the media to do with it what they will to put yourself in this position where you're going to be, you know, put under a microscope and scrutinized? Why would you want to tell this story right now? What does it benefit you? Russell Brand has a platform. He has a following. Um, He's obviously not poor. He has resources. And it just makes me wonder, is this something that we, as women, consider before we make our allegations or before we bring out these stories? Is it a money grab? I am a woman, obviously. I have experienced... Since I was a young girl, actually, I have experienced unwanted sexual advances from men, from boys, from the time I was in elementary school, all the way until even today. I mean, it's just a part of being a woman, right? Some are just mild. Some, it's just as simple as unwanted flirting or comments that you get. Some, it's, it's far more egregious. Some ha- has been to the level of, you know what, I should have gone and reported this behavior because it wasn't okay. But at the same time, it's not something that I openly discuss. It's not even something that I spend a lot of time dwelling on because why? It's in the past. It's done. I learned from it so that I can prevent myself from experiencing situations like that in the future. And so the lessons that I learned helped make me who I am. And those people are no longer a part of my life. Now, if there are people who have done egregious things to me and continue to do egregious things to other women... Those are things that I think, in those instances, I think it's important to report, to to say something, to 
speak out because when you speak out, then you're helping to protect other women from experiencing the same pain that you experienced. And it also means that hopefully there will be justice in that man or woman, not in my case, man would be held accountable for the behavior that there will be repercussions. Other than trying to help rehabilitate someone and to help someone to stop doing the wrong things that they're doing, I don't really understand why anyone would want to dredge up this kind of information. And so in the case with Russell, who has been open about his promiscuity, he's been open about his being a man whore and having so much um, sex and so many sexual partners, also being a drug addict, having been on drugs for a long time and having to go through rehabilitation in order to heal from all of that. He has done what you would expect to happen. Like the whole point of bringing up these allegations and to get justice is to get someone like that who, you know, is acting out criminally against others to put them in a position where they will be rehabilitated, right? So they'll stop doing the behavior that is hurting people and they are punished for it. But if someone has, it's been a long time, like in the situation with Russell, it's been a long time, over 10 years, and he has taken the steps and moved in a direction to change his entire person What does it benefit us to rehash all of this? It doesn't benefit us. It doesn't benefit him. It doesn't benefit his family. It doesn't benefit these women unless they are just attempting to either get, um, I don't know, financial incentives or if they just want revenge. Uh, They just want justice maybe. I don't know. I just don't know. Because again, justice through the media Is that how we're getting justice now? Because if that makes him feel better, that he's been cut off from his monetization from YouTube and he's been cut off actually also from his publicist. Um, So who all has cut him off so far? Let's see. We've got YouTube and we have his publisher his management agency, and he was involved in charities. They've all severed ties over these allegations, which again are just allegations. They have not been tried in front of a court, in front of a jury, a judge and jury. They have not been investigated to even know if what these women are saying is true. But already YouTube, which is owned by Google, has decided that he will be demonetized. But here's the interesting thing about what YouTube will do when it comes to demonetization. They won't pay the content creators, but they will continue to run ads in front of and in between and after their videos. So it's so interesting to me 
how people can gauge morality. How do people decide what is moral versus immoral when they don't seem to have a consistent foundation? These people making these decisions seem to be making it up as they go along. So it's okay for them to run ads and to get to make money off of the content that they deem to be unsafe, but it's not okay for the content creator to make money. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, please somebody help me make it make sense. And check this out. This was really interesting to find out the the push to demonetize Russell Brand is actually coming from the government. So I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Rumble, which if you follow Russell, you know that he's been making this move um, toward putting all this content on Rumble because he knew he was very well aware that at some point YouTube was going to silence him. So it was very smart of him to be proactive in that. So. Rumble really is probably one of the last free freedom free speech platforms available that's and we got to make sure to support them to keep it that way. But one thing that came out was that Rumble said that so there's an article and I'll send I'll put the link in the show notes. But they say I say Rumble, a video sharing platform used by Russell Brand has accused a parliamentary committee of deeply inappropriate behavior after it asked whether the site would suspend payments to the comedian. Caroline Dinenedge, the conservative chair of the Culture, Media, and Sport Committee, wrote this week to Rumble's chief executive, Chris Pavlovsky, to express concern the brand, quote, may be able to profit from his content on the platform, end quote. Rumble posted its response on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, claiming that it was deeply inappropriate and dangerous of Parliament to attempt to control who is allowed to speak on our platform or to earn a living from doing so. And so here was the actual tweet. And I'm going to say, I'm going to call it a tweet because I don't know what else to call it. An X? I don't know. So we're just going to call it a tweet. Anyway, this was a tweet from Rumble. It said, Today we received an extremely disturbing letter from a committee chair in the UK Parliament. While Rumble obviously deplores sexual assault, rape, and all serious crimes, and believes that both alleged victims and the accused are entitled to a full and serious investigation, it is vital to note that recent allegations against Russell Brand have nothing to do with content on Rumble's platform. Just yesterday, YouTube announced that based solely on these media accusations, it was barring Mr. Brand from monetizing his video content. Rumble stands for very different values. We have devoted ourselves to the vital cause of defending a free internet, meaning an internet where no one arbitrarily dictates which ideas can or cannot be heard, or which citizens may or may not be entitled to a platform. We regard it as deeply inappropriate and dangerous that the UK Parliament would attempt to control who is allowed to speak on our platform or to earn a a living from doing so. Singling out an individual 
and demanding his ban is even more disturbing given the absence of any connection between the allegations and his content on Rumble. We don't agree with the behavior of many Rumble creators, but we refuse to penalize them for actions that have nothing to do with our platform. Although it may be politically and socially easier for Rumble to join a cancel culture mob, doing so would be a violation of our company's values and mission. We emphatically reject the UK Parliament's demands. I am so impressed by Rumble. I will, of course, so my husband, he only goes on Rumble. He barely, well, he uses YouTube, but not as much as I do. And I've, there are so many things that YouTube has done that it's a wonder that I still even use it as a platform because I, every time I turn around, I feel like I cancel you. I can't take this anymore. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I'm not going to support you anymore. And they suck me in with their algorithms because it's just easy. That's one of the things that I, you know, Rumble hasn't quite gotten yet, which is that where they kind of make suggestions for you. What an excuse. Listen to my excuse. I sound ridiculous. But also because with Rumble, I, I mean, with YouTube, I don't like watching commercials. So I actually pay for YouTube premium so I don't have to watch commercials because those commercials drive me crazy. But after what happened with, Rum, um, with Russell, I actually said for the first time, I'm done with you guys. I'm done. I'm not paying for this anymore. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to support your platform anymore because by me continuing to to support you with my money, I am giving you the power to imprison me, to steal my freedoms. And I can't keep doing that. And that is so hard, y'all, because I promise you, I don't even watch, like, I don't watch regular TV. I don't, I barely watch any of these um, streaming apps. You know how like everyone has your smart TV and you just like download the apps and watch your show. I don't watch all that. I just watch YouTube all the time. I watch YouTube to learn. I watch YouTube to be, you know, to get my news. Um, I watch YouTube for entertainment. I use YouTube to post videos for education. I mean, it, they are just ruining it for me. <laughs> I mean, really, truly. But at the same time, I feel like I can't just sit idly by and let them continue to do this. Like there's, th you know, so many things. Like for instance, after, after Fox fired Tucker Carlson, that was it for me. You know, they had been doing things over and over that was really frustrating me and making me think, okay, I can't keep supporting your platform. But that was the last straw. I haven't watched Fox. I won't watch Fox. I Even when I get suggestions on YouTube from a Fox video, I, I can't watch it. Because I feel like what they did when they fired Tucker was they crossed that line for me. So they're dead to me right now. And there are other, see, that's the other thing that's messed up. There's other talent on Fox that I like, but I still, I'm like, look, I can't, I can't support it. I can't support you guys. This whole cancel culture mob is very effective. It's very effective, but I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. 
So it, it would be awesome if we could take their, their powers, their evil powers, and use them against them. If we could all come together and be like, hey, we will not stand for this. We'll cancel our YouTube subscriptions. We'll stop watching. We're going to all move over to Rumble. We're going to support Rumble and their growth and their platform because honestly, they deserve it. And the more of us that go over there and, and pour our money and our resources into it, the more they'll be able to grow and get these better algorithms and give us better suggestions and the content creators will follow and we can just shut YouTube out. That's my call to action, you guys. Let's, let's make our move onto to Rumble. Let's do it. Let's just do it. And you guys, I promise you, this is not an easy thing for me. Um, again, again, I am a YouTube head. I have learned much of what I know from YouTube, watching YouTube videos. But we can't keep letting them do this to us. So here's a question I want to ask you guys. Based on the allegations that have been lodged against Russell, what do you think should happen? Number one, are you interested in knowing more about what these women's allegations are? And is it a curiosity just because you're being nosy? Like, I mean, and that's okay. I'm not judging you at all. I'm just saying, because I'm nosy too. Are you curious to know more about what these women are saying? Or do you not care? And, and I'm not, you know, I don't really know exactly what's the best route to take. I don't know. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. On one hand, no, we don't want men acting any kind of way with us. We don't want men taking advantage of women. We don't want men to be able to, because this is truly to have a, any kind of sexual assault, it can scar and destroy someone's life. And for that, men should be punished. Women should be punished. Anyone who has done these things should be punished because we want them to rehabilitate themselves. But we can't be just punishing some people and not others. We're still waiting to hear about Jeffrey Epstein's client list because it wasn't just Jeffrey Epstein running this island on his own. He had people who he was actually selling these girls to. We'll never get to punish them the ones who are hiding and covering up and using all of their financial resources to stay in the shadows. Justice, you guys. Justice applies to us all, not just to those who have, who don't have the financial resources to defend themselves in court. We really, really need to focus more on reestablishing a moral society that has its foundation in biblical values. Because number one, God tells us how to handle these situations. We don't have to make up the rules as we go. It seems that we want to destroy and take away the foundations that we once had that made our country you know, not that our country didn't have issues, because of course we did. Our founding and a lot of the things that happened during the foundation of the America, North America, United States of America, 
oh gosh, we there were so many treacherous things that happened. But I believe that we were able to grow and get better because there was this moral conviction. People were able to go back and say, yeah, but you know what? We're willing to fight for what's right according to what God says. And so when people were doing things that were wrong, like slavery, we could say, this is not right. Like this goes against what God wants for humanity. But now that we have become so immoral as a society, we don't know how to run our justice system anymore. There is no justice. There is no equality under the law. And what do we do when we lose our access to these, these checks and balances? For instance, we're seeing our politicians get away with murder, literally. Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Barack, Michelle Obama, not being investigated for these shady situations that keep happening all around them, people just dying suddenly. It's, you know, we have the situation with, you know, Hunter Biden not being investigated thoroughly or properly or not getting the, the punishment that he ought to get. Joe Biden, who should not be president, who should be in jail, who's so corrupt, it's not even funny. But there's no justice. It demoralizes us as a society. It makes us look like fools in front of the entire world. It makes sense that we are going to lose our standing as this great nation, the most powerful nation in the world, because do we deserve that position of power when we are being, we are handling it so egregiously? I don't know who's running this country. I don't know who these, you know, people are, these faces are, this deep state is that's running our country into the ground. But if you haven't figured it out yet, we are under attack. They are destroying us from within. It is a cancer that is growing out of control. And with anyone who's ever had cancer or who has someone that they love who's undergone cancer treatments, it takes major interventions for someone to survive from cancer, especially a cancer that has spread, that has gone to other parts of the body. What do we do for that? Well, number one, we have to cut out the tumors, right? And then we have to give chemo, which are poisonous drugs that kill cells, radiation. I mean, it is a very, very intense treatment. But we do this because we have to rid ourselves of all of the cancer that we can, or as much as we can, so that our body's immune system can then take over and get rid of these rogue cells. Otherwise, they will take over our body and destroy it and we die. Well, our nation right now is in serious decline. I want you to think of our nation as as being like not just our nation, the western nations, all the west is dealing right now with the most aggressive cancer 
and we are on life support. And if we don't start stepping up and fighting back and cutting out these tumors as we start to see them and taking really, really aggressive actions, we're going to lose our freedom. They're going to put us back in chains. I know Joe Biden said it, but the the reality is true. That is what they're trying to do. They are trying to put us all back in chains. And it's hard to believe. I think about this often. It's hard to believe that I'm living through this time. It's hard to believe that the life that I once knew is gone. You don't appreciate what you have until it's gone. Back when I was a child and I was a proud of my country, I was proud to be an American. I was proud um, of being the most powerful country in the world. I was proud. I felt like America was a generous, loving country. And of course we had our problems, but overall I felt like we were a force to be reckoned with, but it was good for us. And to be living as an adult and seeing that is no longer the truth. It's, it's quite sad. But I'm not ready to give up yet. I'm not ready to give up on this fight. So let's all come together and let's all fight for what's right. Right now, Russell Brand has been accused, not convicted. And if these companies want to treat him as if he is guilty, then we need to use our dollars and we need to take those dollars away from them. We need to take their weapons away from them so that they cannot continue to treat us this way. Otherwise, we are all going to lose our freedom. If they can do it to those who have the power to fight back, like Russell, like Tucker, like Elon, those who actually have the financial resources to fight, what is going to happen to us little people who don't? You guys remember, our goal here is to shine a light in the darkness. Open your eyes. It's time and